fuck your negative or shitty ass parents. Just because they are blood doesn't mean that they deserve to be there. It doesn't mean that you have to keep them a part of your life. You have to protect your own mental health and your own body, your own family. You have to worry about you and remove people that are toxic and mentally not good for you and people that are just going to be a part of your life just to criticize it. You know, I don't talk a lot about my childhood trauma, mainly because a lot of people know who my parents are, and they see the Facebook and social media side of things. They see what the world wants them to see. They don't see what really happens. They don't see the truth, and they don't see the reality. And on my podcast, I promised myself when I started this that I was going to open up no matter who it hurt, no matter what it needed, what I needed to say, I was going to say it. Because you never know who's listening on the other side of this that may need to hear that. You know, growing up, I lived in situations that nobody, no child, nobody should ever have to go through. So, I lived in a house for a very long time that had no running water, no power technically, no heat besides a wood stove, nothing. I pretty much lived in a box that was on the side of a hill, if that makes sense. Um, my Our power was, and I'm not doing this for people to feel sorry for me, I'm saying this because I want people to realize that not everything you see on social media is true. Our power was ran by an extension cord that ran to my grandparents' house. So, they are the reason that I had power. Not that my parents got up and paid a power bill or got the power turned on or had a house that had the things that we needed. We didn't have running water. And a lot of people, a lot of my friends growing up would want to come to my house and want to do things, and I wouldn't let them because... I was ashamed of how I lived. I didn't know how bad things really were, but they were pretty bad. And I would literally have to take showers at my grandparents' house. I would have to carry my clothes in baskets to my grandparents' house just so that I could wash them. I had to do all of that at 9, 10, 11 years old. I had to worry about things that no child, no anything should ever have to worry about. You know, my parents, my mom quit her job because my dad got sick. And I don't blame her for quitting her job when my dad got sick because at the time we didn't know what was wrong with my dad. But she ended up putting our family in a position that she should have never put us in. You know, I sit and wonder why she made the choices that she did and why her kids didn't come first because they didn't. Her kids didn't come first in any scenario or any situation. 
a complete stranger could ask my mom for something and she would bend over back backwards take the shirt off her back do anything for that stranger but when it came to her own children you can forget about it and I'll get more into different things that happened along my lifetime in different podcasts because if I sat here and told you every detail we'd be here for the next six years I feel like but this is to explain to you that toxic is toxic it doesn't matter who they are it doesn't matter if they're your sister your brother your mom your dad a family member your kid it doesn't matter toxic is toxic and if you could look back and take a step back and see all the hurt in your life and wonder what caused that hurt if it could be pinpointed to a person remove that person and that's what I had to do. I had to admit to myself at some point that enough was enough and that I deserved more and my family deserved more. And I tried so hard. So many people want to make the comments and throw it up in my face. Well, that's your mom. That's your dad. You're going to regret that when they're not here anymore. Well, you know what else I'd also regret? You know what my family would regret? If I let them stay in my life and it pushed me to suicide and I wasn't here anymore. And growing up, I remember that when I was about 12 years old, my mom cheated on my dad. And she don't make that public. Nobody knows that. But I tried killing myself. And, like, legitimately tried. I took a bunch of random pills, had no idea what they were. I just hoped and prayed that I didn't wake up. And I woke up because I didn't know anything about medication. And I had no idea what I was taking. But... It didn't do anything to me. It made me throw up a little bit and make me a little drowsy. But, you know, I wanted to die. At 12 years old, at 12 years old, I should be worrying about what light-up sneakers I want to buy next. Not taking a bunch of pills and hoping that I don't wake up. And I thought I'd get more grief from kids at school bullying me. But I really, it hurt me worse coming home because I was never good enough. I could make straight A's. I could do, be the best in sports, get a full ride to college. And it still wouldn't be good enough. Still wouldn't be good enough. And you know, with my dad, my dad wanted us all to play sports. And you know, my sister and my brother, they're damn good at sports, you know. I'm not. That wasn't me. I was more creative. I liked making things. I was crafty. I liked writing. I liked taking pictures. That's who I was. I wasn't a sports person. But I did. I was in JROTC. And I was damn good at what I did in JROTC. I loved the structure. I loved the leadership. I loved who it's made me. And I was in extreme fitness. But to my parents, that's not a sport. But to me... Climbing a 20-foot rope when you're 5 foot tall is a damn sport. Jumping a 6-foot wall with no help when you're barely 5 foot tall is a sport. Running up a damn hill with people shooting you with an airsoft gun is a sport. I felt accomplished. But I don't think they've seen it that way. But there's little things 
throughout my life that's caused me to be this way, but I was never good enough. I was never the one that they thought would do the best or anything. And, you know, me and my sister, we are killing it at life right now. And I hope she hears this. I really do because I am so damn proud of her. I'm proud of me, too. I mean, I have really done something with my life despite what life has thrown at me. And I didn't get here by allowing people to do what they do. I got here by stepping up and realizing what's important. And at the end of the day, you and your mental health and you and your life is more important than any relationship. Please remember that. Just because they're family, just because they're blood, just because society says that they should be in your life does not mean they have to be. Fuck them. If they cannot be your hype man, if they cannot be proud of you, take them out of your life. And don't feel guilty for it. I used to feel so bad when people would be like, well, that's your mom. You need to fix that. You need to fix that. She didn't mean that. Parents don't always make the right choices. You know, growing up, my biggest problem was with my mom because I didn't feel loved. My dad, he just didn't, he didn't have a say in anything. He just, he slept all the time. So, there was never no say in anything. So, he never really said he was proud of me, but never did not say he was proud of me. But I didn't start having a problem and seeing that he was toxic in my life, too, until my child died. And I'm going to make an episode about that because that deserves to be heard on a whole nother level. And I don't know when I'm going to do that, but y'all will get to hear that at some point. But just know that you don't have to have a relationship with anyone that you don't want to have a relationship with. Live your life for you. And when you start living your life for you, I promise you, you're going to come out fucking winning. Love you guys. Mean it.